Maybe moving forward also meant circling back. Welcome back to Breakthrough, Waking Up to the Real You. I am your host, Alejandra Vivanco. Thank you for joining me today. Maybe moving forward also meant circling back. To heal, we have to feel. I love me a good quote, but what does it mean to circle back? Again, it means we have to go through it one last time. No one said it was going to be fun or seem easy, yet it's worth it. Our inner child needs it. This time we can do it in a safe way. Whether you go to therapy or you can do it on your own like I did, it's about understanding that this time you get to choose how you do it. You have to feel the feeling, but you must know and understand that there is a purpose behind the pain. That when you feel the pain as a child that never got the chance to feel it, you will be coming out of that free. You will feel and be liberated. There's no more holding in the fear or pain of what happened or what may happen. The trauma is exposed and we can walk with confidence because we will say to ourselves, this time you don't have to do it alone. You get to walk with that child who is you one last time so that you get the chance to say and feel what they couldn't. And there are many ways to do it and do not get locked in on one method. The, the more curious you are about your past, the more honest you are about how you feel, the more you will be inviting healing. What we don't want is for you to just think about it. You have to breathe through it and feel it. I have many episodes talking about this. Go back and you can listen to how I did it or just pay attention to yourself. How do you feel about the things that happened? And do not confuse this with being stuck in the past or having to get over things. We are more stuck when we don't circle back, when we ignore how we truly feel, when we neglect and minimize ourselves because we don't want to make others uncomfortable. We don't want to make ourselves uncomfortable. And you know what is extremely uncomfortable? Living in pain. You know what is uncomfortable? Living in trauma. You know what's really uncomfortable? Being stuck in the past and repeating the behaviors we said we didn't want to repeat. Repeating patterns we saw at at home, and here we are, a new version of the same bullshit. Dr. Eager says, What if telling my story could lighten its grip instead of tightening it? What if speaking about the past could heal it instead of calcify it? What if silence and denial aren't the only choice, the only choices to make in the wake of catastrophic loss? I mean, the culture of silence. The culture of silence. What you have been taught to be ashamed of, what you have been taught that that's not right and you should never say this, you should never say that. That's eating you alive, and that's just how it is. Even if it's not in the forefront, it's still happening in you. It's still having an effect on you. So what do you have to lose? You've already lost yourself in the what-ifs. You already lost yourself in, in the opinion of others. You already lost yourself in this world. So 
really ask yourself, what do you have to lose? What is the worst thing that can happen? And do not be afraid of the feelings you have stored for many years because they won't kill you. It will be painful, but feeling won't kill you. It may kill and be the death of the old you, but life won't end there. It will be just getting started. And one great thing she shares in the book is that she she just, it doesn't feel right. Something's off. She's already in college and she's, you know, doing her psychology work and stuff like that. And she goes to therapy and she um, she asks the her therapist to sit on her. And he was like, what? Because she had gone to do some work with two survivors of the war, but just, you know, American soldiers. And one of them was pretty at peace with, I think, losing his legs, but the other one wasn't. And she, for the first time, saw the rage. And it reminded her of Magda, her sister, when she said... um, I'm going to kill him, that German boy, and then I'm going to kill a German mother, kind of that. And she was like, why can't I tap into that? So when she went to the office, that's what she told her therapist. And her her therapist sat on top of her and she said, I think she wanted more pressure, more pressure. And that's when she, she began to scream and her pain came out. And once it was done... Of course, the pain was still there, but it was not as heavy. And that's when she found out that, you know, I didn't die from the, for expressing my pain. I, it, it, I'm okay. I'm alive. And she found out that anger is not a bad thing to express or screaming, which is what she wanted to do when her daughter started to ask questions about the war, screaming wasn't bad she knew she wanted to but she didn't know that she could give herself permission to do so so she needed something like the pressure from another human being on top of her and and, and her chest to actually give her that extra push for her to scream and for things to feel a little less heavy so Viktor Frankl is one of her mentors I think he he wrote a book and she ended up meeting him, but he she shares one of his teachings. Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. Each moment is a choice. No matter how frustrating or boring or constraining or painful or oppressive our experience, we can always choose how we respond. And I finally begin to understand that I too have a choice. This realization will change my life. And one day I know that you will get tired of living in pain. And by surrounding yourself with the right information and the right people to assist you on your journey, you will set yourself up for success. Dr. Eager says, no one heals in a straight line. And the rabbit hole goes deep. And it's up to you and me to choose to go down that road and see the truth behind it. And 
once you find that dragon, which is how Jordan Peterson says, you know, you have to slay the dragon, you either slay it or you become friends with it or you just observe it. Either way, it's about acknowledging that it's there for you to see, for you to face. You know, the hero's journey is about you going out into the world and facing it and then coming back home with more knowledge and facing what awaits. And Dr. Eager didn't know how life at the concentration camps was going to affect her while she was in them, imprisoned. She knew that, as I've said before, she had one task at hand, and that was to survive, and she did. And now that she's free, she's not really free, because once you realize you have choices to make, the world changes in your mind. That can be a negative or a positive. You can focus on what was and ignore what is, or you can focus on what is and ignore what was, or you can be the bridge between what was and what is. Nothing in your life is too small or big to not take into account. And we all have to face different manifestations of our fears and pain. And life extends you an olive branch and says, when you're ready, you can heal and use the experiences life is throwing at you left and right, not to complain about them, but to acknowledge how you feel and your opinion about them so that you can turn the attention back to yourself, your inner world, and ask the tough questions. Find the words that can help you communicate. What's really bothering me? Why does this make me angry? It makes me angry because... The outside world is just pointing to your inner world and the actors in the play are just showing you how you really feel. It's not about Jake in accounting or Paula the cashier. It's about you. And until you really tune into that and stop distracting yourself from what's real and what's not, that what needs attention and what doesn't need it, you won't be free. So let me end this episode with um, another great quote from the book. And it says, Why did I survive? What is the purpose in my life? What meaning can I make from my suffering? How can I help myself and others to endure the hardest parts of life and to experience more passion and joy? And if you can apply this to your life, However that is, you don't have to, again, you don't have to have had, you know, an, an awful childhood. It's just what's hurting can help you and probably other people. So by telling our stories, I believe that we can help someone else because just like watching TV or movies, you can see or relate to someone, feel represented by somebody else saying something that maybe happened to you some way, but you never thought about it that way. That's what happened to me with when I, when I heard Nene Leakes talk about uh, her, her upbringing and abuse and how she thought that violence meant love. And then when I heard Iyanla talk about everything, basically everything, uh, when I heard Eckhart Tolle, Sadhguru, or even Dr. Eager talk about these things, then you begin to, you know, extract words and situations. And it's like, wait a minute, that's, this makes sense for me. Like, this is what happened to me. I didn't have the words or 
the wherewithal to put this together and here it is this is exactly what happened to me i didn't know rape was rape until i heard what rape was and we don't know we don't and that's okay though that's okay it's okay not to know but once you begin to understand what is and you inform yourself and you listen to other people and read the books and watch the shows that are going to help you then you're like wait a minute you can begin to put the pieces together of the puzzle that it's you know all it's all spread out and you're like oh okay so this is what it is so this is what happened to me and then once you uncover one thing it's just every it's like a domino effect it's just everything is going to uncover on its own and then it's not about how you come out on the other side it's about you just going through it and whatever comes out comes out and however you come out on that other side comes out and then you don't have to worry about oh what's the best decision for me blah 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 because you're not coming out from that wounded person you're coming out with a, a much more clear vision because pain is not blinding you constantly so it's not about well should i do this should i do that don't worry about that don't worry about it that's not important because you're not thinking clearly you're not aligned you're not present you're operating from i need to be perfect because i want my parents to love me you're not operating from what's best for me you're operating from what's best for them so it's not about what choices to make what job to get that's coming. Don't worry about that. And I don't think that you you make mistakes. I think it's like you make a choice. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Can you can you say, hey, this was a mistake? Sure, but it's still you still learned something. You learned not to go that way. If you're smart enough to understand that you you shouldn't go that way again, but if you don't see things clearly, you cannot make clear choices. So don't worry about well, where am I going to live? What 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 career should I? Don't worry about that. It's not about that. That's coming, though. It's coming. But pay attention to what you have not been paying attention to because society tells us you don't have time to pay attention to that. You, you need to pay attention to this particular thing and that particular thing and look at the new thing and we have a new thing. And it's all about things, and it doesn't mean that you don't get to enjoy those things, but you need to still pay attention to what, what happened. And I think that's one of the great, th great things and powers we have. We have a choice to make. So ask yourself, how can you assist yourself in the journey? How can you deal in a healthy way with what happened? Whatever that is. And why did you survive? Like Edith says, well, what if I'm meant to tell my story some way? And it's not about being famous or popular or, you know, going and, uh, and doing TED Talks. It's about helping those around you. Because once you shift, some people are going to fall behind. They're going to fall back and say, okay, fine. We don't want to deal with that. We, we, we would rather have you wounded and it, that your pain works for us, which is fine. Don't take it personal. But there's also going to be people that are going to come your way and they're going to say this, something that sounds to you familiar. And you're going to be like, I may be able to help you. Let me just tell you what, what happened to me. And that's how you create conversations. And that's how you break patterns. And that's how you break the cycle. 
So that's it for today and have a great week. And with that, I say till next time. Bye.